this is Prophecy Now. I'm Liberty, your host from Spirit Move Ministry. Let's just jump in and talk about times and seasons, prophecy, everything that God's doing right now, and what we need to be preparing for. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, this is Liberty from Prophecy Now and Spirit Move Ministries. It's awesome to have you listening here on Prophecy Now podcast. I would like to remind you of our Dream Talks deal that we have going on right now. I have an eight-session Dream Talks e-course that I have for sale through spiritmoveministry.co. You have received the first session for free here on Prophecy Now. I would like to offer two coupon codes for those who are Prophecy Now listeners. The first coupon code is PROPHECY10 with a capital P. This will be 10% off either Session 1 or Session 2, basically Dream Talks 1 or Dream Talks 2. Each have four sessions. Or you can bundle it and use the coupon code PROPHECY15 to receive 15% off the bundle of Dream Talks 1 and 2. I hope that you guys will take advantage of these discounts and be blessed by the e-course. And it's awesome to have you as a listener to our Prophecy Now podcast. I'm very ready to release probably like fire and 10 other things. But there's a specific anointing we're doing tonight because the Lord has told me. Um, And it's been... um, I've been... Really not traveling and speaking and doing what I would normally be doing because I we were promoting my book and all these other book things were happening. And so, um, just be ready, you guys, because it's going to be a show down in here. It's amazing. Amen. Um, and so, how's everybody doing? Good. Okay, well, I'm going to get to the word, and then this is probably going to go very quickly because we have a smaller crowd, okay? My guess is it might take only 15 minutes to annoy you all, 10 minutes, we'll see. Um, and if you haven't been in any of my services for a while, you'll know when you get up here. So, he's, he's building you guys because he has so much work to do, Amen. And um, we were, I was having um, dinner with the speakers the other night with uh, Apostle Strader and Robert, and they were talking about basically the same thing, how uh, the feeling and the knowing of the foundation can be changed and all this stuff. I believe, and you guys know if you follow me at all, that everything God's doing in the body of Christ is to remove Egypt. Yeah. See, the problem was with God's people, Moses went and delivered them. They left Egypt, but he couldn't get Egypt out of them. And so 2020 came, and all this stuff goes down, and then people are panicking. Everybody's in lockdown. People are losing loved ones to COVID, and it just seems like Everybody's like, it's the end time, like, it's, we're in the tribulation, we can begin, you know. Um, the rapture's coming any second, you know. And, but 
guys getting all jazzed up yet? No, I want you to be jazzed up. And I, I know there's already a lot of glory in the room. So, um, but this word is going to be very short and sweet, and then I'm going to be anointing everybody with oil, a specific anointing that I will be releasing into your life tonight. And, um, but basically to prepare you for what I'm going to say is with all the 2020 stuff that happened, um, if you didn't know, I had prophesied that the Lord had given me a word that the return of 2020, there was going to be a return of 2020 because he allows things. He doesn't inflict. The devil's the inflictor. He's the one that brings the pain. He's the one that brings the suffering. He's the one that, that brings sickness and disease. But sometimes the Lord allows things, not because he's the meanie or he wants people sick. It's not like that. But he will allow, the same way Job was allowed to be tested. And so the Lord began to speak to me in 2019, um, basically about the body of Christ and they're not ready, the shaking is coming. I was already getting all that in 2019, before COVID hit. And when COVID hit, everything just went to a whole other level in the spirit. But God has been working towards, since 2020 and beyond, well, before that, but it really, he really started hitting the shaking hard in 2020. And he said, my people, I'm going to shake everything that can be shaken. Because my body needs to be pure. My body needs to be holy. My body needs to be without spot or wrinkle. And he said... The, my bride is not spotless right now. There's so much of, of the world, which I refer to as Egypt in most of my prophecies, mixed in with the body of Christ. He is slowly, little by little, season by season, trying to remove Egypt. Remove the world from us. Because the, especially the American Christians have become reliant on the world. So what that means is, is you guys, I can go through so many prophecies, and this is so short, this is why I'm kind of giving you a lead up, because once I speak it, we're going to get busy. So, but the Lord basically said, my people, they, they, they run to the world, and I released several prophecies, and most of them are out of Isaiah, the Lord's like, we are in Isaiah 10 time, and in Isaiah 29, read them. You will see a pattern of what's going on. You will see Biden's name is on this day. It's not in there. And I know. I'm probably going to get tagged on Facebook for saying his name. I don't know. Because that's happened. And they removed my video. But, um, and it's, it's just a name. You guys understand that? It's a name of what's happening. It, it's not that somebody's picking on that person. It could be anybody that is in that spot right now. But the reality is, Isaiah already prophesied about him. Go read it. Literally. It said that that basically they will become of a debased mind. Their mind will become mingled with all the strange things. And I have received so many words, especially over America and the politics. And I'm not a political prophet, but I will release what he tells me. And he was like, Liberty, you need to get on and explain to my people what is happening because there was so much about, you know, uh, you know, so-and-so can't do their job. They can't even talk straight. 
They, they don't even know what they're doing. They have dementia. Okay, I'm not going to say names because my video will probably get tagged. Because Facebook will do that. I've been in jail before on Facebook and YouTube. And so, um, the thing is, the Lord said, why people need to understand what's happening. He's allowing, uh, this is how I'm putting it, you guys, hear my heart, someone in leadership Everything is all about waking up the body of Christ. Everything. All the earth, all this, what we're happening over here, this, this, it's all, it all comes back to one thing. We have got to be ready to bring in the final harvest. And we weren't remotely ready. I, I'm a cycle for Jesus since I got back to saved at 17. I've only gotten worse. So, but not everybody's been like that. There's people that got saved, they lost their fire, they became complacent, they're Sunday Christians. The Sunday Christians are not going to be able to handle what is coming. You want to know what your protection is going to be? Holiness. Purity. Faithfulness, faithfulness like never before. Humility. That's the big one. The biggest of them all. Knowing that he is King of Kings. King Jesus. Humility means you know that there's someone we're answering to with the decisions we make. And there's somebody we answer to for when we step back and don't get involved. And we don't pray through, we don't prophesy, we don't do any kind of warfare, we don't declare anything. We are stepping back from our job as the body of Christ. And the Lord basically began to give me all these dreams. You guys have to understand, I don't have neat dreams. Like for real, I don't have stories. Like, oh, I went to dinner with so-and-so, we had pizza and I walked the dog. The dog was purple. I don't even know. There, that's not, my, my dreams are always, he's always right to the point. And it's always a prophetic picture of something. And um, one of the most pivotal, he keeps bringing to my mind right now as I'm talking, was the prophecy I released about being gorged by the honey. Who remembers that? So he gave me a dream. And in the dream, I was in a park. And there was all this green grass, there was a play gym, and there was all these, you know, people hanging out. And then I saw... Toddlers, like three or four year olds, all lined up next to the jungle gym, but they were all lined up and they had huge pieces of honeycomb. Like too big for a toddler. Like they were this big, you guys. And they were holding them like this and they were just eating them and gorging themselves on the honeycomb. And it was dripping all over them. And so, man, then I woke up from the dream and I'm like, whoa, you know. What in the world did that even possibly mean? <laughs> what is going on? And then the Lord, sometimes he likes to be funny. When you're prophetic, this is what he does to you. It's like a treasure hunt. He doesn't let you just know things. So I wait a few days and I sit on it. And I'm not going to sit there and try to guess. He'll reveal it when he, feel, when he wants to let me know it. And so I learned this relationship with him. And so a couple more days go by and I'm like, okay, God, what's up? 
with the honeycomb foraging of the toddlers. <laughs> and he said, my children are, are um, uh, fat with honeycomb, the honeycomb of the world. And what you were seeing was what it looks like to me when my children care about honey, silver, gold, more than they do the fear of the Lord. And, and I was like, okay, well, at the time, I was like, because I couldn't find, I wasn't, I don't search verses. He's going to tell me. I don't do that. And so I'm not going to start Googling something. And so I'm like, okay, Jesus, you don't ever give me a word without scripture to back it up. So where am I find? What is this honeycomb? What is, what is this? And he told me, go to Psalm 19. And I was at Prayer Mountain hiking. And I was having this conversation with him because I'm like, I can't release this awesome prophecy, this time and season's word, if you don't let me know, like I need some scripture basis for this here. And he said, go to Psalm 19 as I was hiking up the mountain. And as I went up the mountain, um, I was like, okay, so I put it on my audio and I started listening to it on my phone. And you get to the verses that say that, um, Better than silver or gold, honey, or even the honeycomb is the fear of the Lord. It's sweeter than money, sweeter than any honey or honeycomb. And that's how it's used in the Bible. And I was like, whoa, and it blew my mind. I'm like, you have a scripture for everything. You got me covered. You know, I'm not crazy. Okay, maybe. But, you know. <laughs> He's like, you are a little bit liberty. You're crazy. Okay. People think you're crazy. I know. But it's okay. I would rather be me. Amen? I would rather be weird with all my prophetic stuff. And people think I'm out there. If that's what they want to think. Um, but I live in a whole other realm. That's the only way I can explain it. When people are like, how do you do this, this, and this? Because I'm living here. I'm in the heavenly realm. And I know this sounds extreme to say it this way all the time. I'm always thinking about Jesus. I'm thinking about what he's saying. I'm thinking about what he's revealing to me. I'm thinking about the prophetic word he just gave me. I'm thinking about the prophetic dream he just gave me. I'm, I'm thinking about what he wants to do for the body of Christ. I'm thinking about, you know, it's always, I, that's where I'm at all the time. And so I can be annoying to people, you know, because I, I like to talk about God and what God's doing. And I'm always there. So when you, when you position your life to be in that heavenly realm and live in the glory realms all the time, you're always hearing, you're always feeling, you're always sensing, you're always recognizing, you, you, you just have way more dreams, you have way more revelation, you have way more prop, you know, the prophetic um, happens more in your life. And so, um, but, so he gives me this verse for the honeycomb, and I'm like, whoa, and he said, my people are gorged on the honeycomb of the world. And, and I said, okay. I said, but what does this all mean? And I can already feel the glory I want to lose. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is about to move. I was like, but what does this all mean? And I can just feel so strong in my spirit. He said, I'm preparing to remove the honeycomb from my people. I'm preparing to remove it. The honeycomb of the world, I'm in the process of 
cleansing them of it. Because they have fed on it, they have gorged themselves. Instead of on what I say is right, what I say is good, they have not given their life over to me. The world owns their life. They call themselves a Christian, but they're actually gorged on honeycomb. And so the name of that prophecy was, I'm removing the honeycomb. It was a prophetic word that I released like two years ago. And I was just like, whoa. And to, to understand how he sees it when, when we're living like Egypt, you guys, this Rosh Hashanah weekend is pivotal because I believe we're crossing, if you go back and watch my September word for this month, I believe that we are crossing over, not just crossing over for the waves of blessing, and it's like we're, we're all 100% unity. Like I'm hearing, like what Robert was saying last night, I was like, oh my goodness. Um, like everything, and then what I speak tonight is all gonna line up with what everybody has already been talking about. And so, but I'm just like, with this pivotal moment, Lord, What are you needing your people to see? And that's what became this anointing service. And I'm like, what is it that's so important to you? And he would not let this one word go. And he said, he just kept over and over. When I wasn't even thinking about it, it would just show up. And I'm just like, okay. And you need to understand, waves of glory, waves of provision, waves of, of the finances from the wicked to the wealthy, it's all it's all preparing to be poured out, and it's already being poured out, the waves, but there's other waves. There's waves of cleansing, there's waves of pruning, there's there's things that are gonna that are being dealt with in the shaking. And the Lord said, removing Egypt from my people is a must. You guys, the end time remnant is not gonna be gorged on honeycomb. They're not going to run to Egypt. Read Isaiah. He literally says in there, um, when he's speaking to them, you got my people flee to Egypt for your help, is what he says. In Isaiah 10. Instead of when stuff's happening and, and you're, you're getting freaked out or whatever, people run to the world. He said, my people run to the world more than they run to me. And he said, this has got to change because I need them to be ready for the end times battle. I need them to be able to stand strong like Apostle Paul, but I think even a greater level than Apostle Paul. And I know you don't see yourself that way, but at the, at the end of the day, we're all going to end up being an Apostle Paul. Our part is going to be to go with the glory and not care. Whether we offend somebody, yes, we have to walk in love. We have to show Jesus. There's, there's right ways, you know, we do things. But at the same time, we can't shrink back. We can't go to church just on Sundays. And think that, well, then I'm good with God now. Is that all you want, is to be good with God now? Get in by the skin of your teeth? Everything's not about getting to heaven. The whole point of getting saved is not just to avoid heaven. 
avoid hell. There's a whole portion of the body of Christ that that's literally how they live. They get saved. They don't live it out and they think Jesus just has to accept it. That Jesus is... Well, we're human. He knows. He created us. No. He's not coming back for Egypt. He's coming back for a spotless bride. Without wrinkle. Now, you guys have heard me say this. I'm not saying, because we don't do religion, we're not saying perfect, never going to mess up, you guys know I've explained this to you in several of my words. That's not what he's saying. It's your heart he's after. Come on. It's the heart. It's the purity of heart. And this is all going to lead into this very quick one prophetic word I'm about to read. <laughs> and then we're going to pray, okay? But if you're newer to this, I need... I felt like God needed you to understand and I need you to understand the, the value of the impartation you're about to receive and what is going to be placed upon your life. Amen? And so, I believe we're coming after this month. It's ushering in all the things that were already even talked about last night. I mean, I'm not going to repeat Robert, but he already said a lot of what I prophesied. And... So I will just say, um, yes, as I prophesied, some of us are already in a position, we've been through shaking, we are walking in that purity with the Lord, so then we're under open heaven and we're going to have everything we need, and no matter what the devil brings, he can't stop it. He might try to strike you through lightning, ruin all of our equipment, he might try to fry something, it don't matter. We can do it, we'll do it without it. We'll do it without electricity. So he'll keep playing his games, but at the end of the day, those under the open heaven and have positioned themselves correctly as the true remnant will have everything that they need, even if sometimes it's only ramen. And peanut butter and jelly. Nobody cares. It's all for Jesus. Amen. But then there's another group of people, you guys, they are not under an open heaven. Because there's poop in their brownies. And if you missed that prophecy, I believe, the Lord said, basically, when there's massive ministries, there's, you, you guys know there's been major exposures since 2020. It's because God will move majorly, you guys, it's not an accident. And then all this stuff happening with, you know, B-I-D-E-M. Um, it is supposed to be happening because when I released that word about the perverse mind, let me explain to my people. He said, my people are not going to wait. So he said, I have to allow it to get so bad they wake up and actually do something. Not get in the middle of it. I'm not political. Don't you take, you guys already know I don't do that. Okay? I don't get on and do political words. It's not like that. And this is not a political statement whatsoever. 
but it happens to be the example in America right now of what we're watching. Everything that's happening is spiritual, just so you guys understand. Any person can be that person being used or being allowed to go as, as far as he's going. You see what I'm saying? And so the Lord said, my people need to understand that they may be awake, but there's many others that are not awake. And they want to stay step back. They want to stay out of it. They want to keep living like Egypt. They just want to stick their head in the sand. And he said, I'm not having it. They're going to be, it, it's show and tell time. This is what we're actually facing. This is the evil out there, body of Christ. Do you care? What are you going to do to stop it? Even if it's just praying and declaring, what are you going to do to stop it? It's show and tell time. It's not, oh, well, that's, you know, that's not my business. No. It's all of our business. If you're in the body of Christ, it's your business. And so what, so you, if you're wondering, well, what's the point though? What's the point of, of, of him to those that aren't awake, but then allowing him to get so bad for those that are awake, you know, here's the thing. He already knows we know who we are. We're going to keep going. And we're not going to shrink back for nothing. And we're going to do it Jesus' way. But there's those without a massive wake-up call, they're not going to see it. And so the Lord said, I have to allow things to go a certain, to a certain place to wake up my people. And he said, and I said, okay, well, what's that going to do though? Like, because we already know it's a remnant. Not everybody is going to accept this offer of the true walk with Christ, of being actually an apostle or a disciple like Jesus' disciples. And he said, the wheat and the tares. All that's happening is going to be the separation. And he said, what's in my way is going to get out of my way. Just so you guys know, he's a loving God, but he also tells it like it is. He said, I can't move though. I can't. He already knows the difference. He needs us to know the difference. He said, if my people cannot see the counterfeit, there's a problem. I need them to see the counterfeit. Because if they don't see it, they're going to follow the counterfeits. They're going to obey the counterfeits. The enemy has a counterfeit for everything that's of Christ. And so, I'm going to get ready. Because like I said, I'm telling you, the prayer time is going to be 10 or 15 minutes. There's 500 of you, maybe a little longer. But there's time. So, um, my heart is to help you understand that from 5784, this is literally a pivotal shift. Yes, it's the open door. And like I said, I'm not going to, maybe in different variations, you need to hear what some of us have already said. But literally, just like what Robert said, you're either going to be positioned when you cross over this month. 
And I'm being serious, you guys. This is the timeline. You're either going to become that open heaven or that open door. Or you're going to be one of the ones that need a spanking. But here's the thing. If you're still in the place of needing a spanking, it's okay. All kids get spanked. He disciplines those he loves. But here's God's answer for you. Embrace what Jesus needs to do. Let him give you your spanking. Submit to it. Recognize what he needs you to see. So you can now be positioned as an open door or under the open heaven. He says it as an open door. I say it as an open heaven where you can be positioning yourself to receive from heaven and then be funneled through so you can release it to others. If heaven is smacking the top of your head because you're like the poop and the brownies. And so if you, who knows the story I'm talking about? So for those in the room that don't, which were probably only Robert, maybe, maybe a couple other um, but very quickly, and I am going to read the word because we're going to pray. Um, when I was a youth pastor, full-time youth pastor, um, I was speaking to them about sin and how even just, if, if it's just a little bit of sin, it still ruins the whole thing. And, um, and I basically gave them the analogy. Well, first I gave them all, I made brownies. And I gave them all brownies. And they were eating the brownies and enjoying them. And they got about halfway done, and I was halfway through my message, and I said, so how did you enjoy the brownies? And they were like, they're awesome. And I was like, well, I only put like one cup of poop in them. And they were like, <laughs> they were like, what? That's sick. And I was like, I'm just kidding. It was only half a cup. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, that's still sick. And I said, okay, you guys, for real, you know I wouldn't do that to you. It was only a teaspoon of poop. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but that's disgusting. Even just a tiny bit ruins the whole batch. And I looked at them and I said, exactly. When you have sin in your life, it ruins your whole body. Yeah. And then if we have a whole section of Christians over here living like the world, want me to, you want me to name off some stuff? I'm going to offend you. I go to church on Sunday, but I just came out of the bars last night. Yeah. And made my way around town with several people when yeah. I was out of my mind. Now I'm gonna go and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna lie, I'm gonna cheat, I'm gonna treat my employer like dirt. Come on. All this unchrist like behavior is pooping the brownies. Yeah. Come on. He's gotta get the poop out of the brownies, y'all. That's what the shaking is about. Because a tiny bit contaminates the whole thing. He can't come back for a bride that has a whole section that's still living like the world. They won't be accepted. But instead of just snuffing them out, he's allowing the shaking so they can have an option. See what's real, become a real follower, or you get cast out as a terror and you get burned. It is what it is. Jesus 
already prophesied everything that we're telling you. We're just giving you modern day versions of it. He already talked about all this. He already said it would be happening right now. And if I remember correctly, the really old, old prophets way said it before Jesus. And some of that stuff is just now happening. The Lord literally told me in 2020, some of what Isaiah prophesied is, was just now coming into the season of what he prophesied. It's happening now. And so you can see God's timeline. It doesn't mean that what I'm prophesying now will be for whoever a thousand years from now because we ain't going to be here that long. Guaranteed. I know, I know what I feel in my spirit. I know as we've been being pushed and thrust forward, especially the body that is truly doing what they're called to do right now, they will tell you. We don't know if it's tomorrow, but it ain't. I, I it's, will tell you, I do not believe this. I don't give timelines. I don't do that, and I don't know the time. But I know in my spirit, we're coming into a season that God is pressing so hard, you guys, to get Egypt out of us. He needs us ready. Yeah. Amen? Amen? Why is he pushing so hard? Why did everything just flip the switch in 2020? Why? Because we need to be ready. Because it is any day that we have to do the end time battle. Literally. And what's coming, we better know what we stand for. This is not a scare tactic. It is not a get saved scare tactic. No, I'm talking to the body of Christ. We've got to get Egypt out. And so, this leads to the recent word that I released about the Moses anointing. He had me release the September word, and then I released the word about the Moses anointing is what I called it. But it was a prophecy that was going to lead into it. He would not quit bugging me about it, so I knew I had to speak it today. He said, this is going to be the moment. This is why I had you release it right before Rosh Hashanah. And he said, tonight, everyone in the room is going to receive the anointing of Moses. Come on. And you are going to go, woo! In part, the strength of Moses, the things he walked through, you guys, 40 years in Egypt, got out of that, 40 years of deliverance, and then he became a deliverer, amen? There's a lot that he had to walk through. And then he left Egypt with all these whining people. And then had to deal with them for how many years? And then he didn't get to go in the promised land. So here's the thing. But we say we are going to go all the way. And so this is the word that he gave me. The Lord woke me all throughout the night. And he kept saying to me in a dream, read Hebrews 11. Read Hebrews 11. And we're going to talk about Hebrews 11 tonight, too, which is funny that he mentioned Hebrews 11 last night. I was like, say what I'm going to say. <laughs> Robert, you're saying too much. <laughs> but 
it's good that we're all in unity. Amen? And so he said, read Hebrews 11 all throughout the night. So I get up, I'm like, okay, God, I know it's about ready to hit me with the glory and reveal something to me. And when I got to the verse, Hebrews 11, the verses 24 through 26, it says, by faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. The Lord said, this is what's happening in the body of Christ during the time of the shaking. We are finding out who will truly walk away from the pleasures of the world, Egypt, to see God's plan on earth come forth. The testing is upon my people to see who will rise with Moses, a Moses anointing, or be removed as a tear and be burned in the fire as useless. This is the season where the rubber meets the road. This season, God's preparing the true remnant to rise. The remnant that will happily and joyfully leave Egypt behind. Moses feared God and cared what he thought all the way to possible death and destruction. This Moses anointing will be necessary for my end time remnant. They will need to carry this strong anointing that was upon Moses that gave him the strength and authority to face Pharaoh even unto death. The Lord said his end time remnant will not fear Pharaoh, nor be afraid to walk away from the pleasures they assume it provides, Egypt and Pharaoh. His end time remnant will happily turn their backs to the pleasures of this world and esteem the reproach of Christ greater than any pleasures that Egypt can offer. Stand. Go ahead and turn it up a little bit. So here's what the Lord is asking. When you come up here, I'm going to anoint you with oil and I'm going to release an impartation of the anointing of Moses. This is what he's told me to do. What Moses carried is not dead. What he had to walk through, literally those verses say it all. This is what he's been walking the body of Christ through. Is the removal and the pleasures of Egypt to where we will turn our backs and see them as a reproach. So we can give all to the, to the king of kings. Amen. And not come come in and then at the very end of it have him say, I never knew you. Or you get removed as a tear. And this is not necessarily you guys know a salvation message. But he basically was making it very clear that when they were in the wilderness, who got to go into the promised land? Not the ones that still were carrying Egypt. They, he let them all die off for 40 years. And then they were able to go in, everybody 20 and under. The Gen Z's, y'all. 
So here's the thing. I don't want him to wait around for me to die off and get out of the way. Because this is what he's saying. Liberty, you've been obedient. My little remnant over here, you've been obedient. You've, you've done everything I've asked you to do. You are so blessed. But you cannot go into the promised land with disobedient people. So even if you're obedient, if you're wanting to bring people that aren't obedient, like maybe they're on your ministry team, maybe they're, I don't even know, but I don't know how it would be affecting me that way, but you guys have different lives. He has the promised land for those who are obedient. He has the open heaven for those who are obedient and submit to the shaking, willingly turn their back on the pleasures of Egypt to be the true body of Christ. Where? You're not hanging on to nothing, you guys. Now, why does it matter so much that you have this, this Moses anointing? Why does it matter so much to turn your back on the pleasures of Egypt? It matters because anything that you hang on to that's from Egypt can't go, for, can't go in. You can't take it with you. So God's going to do everything he can to remove it off of you so you're ready to go in. He's not saying you're just this big old evil, terrible person. No, it's not like that. But the body of Christ is carrying so much stuff that's not of him. There's portions of, of you, not you, but them, everybody, that can't go forward. Because he said, that's going to take this purity over here. And so if that means in the end, it is just a remnant. It's just a remnant. It's much bigger than just us turning away. When we turn away from those pleasures, the things that he don't like, the poop and the brownies, then we're not carrying things that contaminate the things that you can try to go forward in. And so, there's so much happening in the spirit, you guys. I want to be positioned to not just have God say, Liberty, you're obedient. You're faithful. And I want to take you into the promised land all day long. But you're not taking disobedient people with you. If they ain't all in, they ain't going with you. And so it makes you think, okay, God, so this helps you understand the pruning and then the shaking. And I'm not the only prophetic person, apostle or prophet. I mean, everyone has talked about the pruning and the cleansing. God prunes back because it makes room for new growth. It doesn't always feel good when it's happening and it's hard to watch sometimes. And it feels like, like let's say in the nation, okay? America shall be saved. Amen? I've prophesied several prophecies over Arizona. I mean, over... I didn't have one for Arizona, actually, but I didn't know it that, I just got, so that's all my mind. But over America, that America will be saved, what we're watching right now is God doing what he needs to do to position his people 
to take action. It's interesting how people are asleep until it affects their children. And then they're like, wait, wait a minute. Okay, but God wants you to care all the time for everybody's children. Come on. Not just because you have children. You should care the same way, whether they're yours or not. Because God cares about you the same way. And so, you guys, I could go in, I could learn know. I could just keep going on this and just time the seasons all night long. And, and you know that a part of what I do is God doesn't just give me the word. He wants me to explain to you what you're supposed to be doing with it. Why he's allowing the shaking. He needs you guys to understand so you can be on board. Not just so you can just watch it all and be like, whoa. Another thing not exposed. No. So that you can position yourself in humility. And say, oh Jesus. Get rid of Egypt and me. We're seeing all this stuff collapsing around us. These people we thought, we knew who they were. We trusted them. Let it never be unto me. Amen. But because you want to be counted as a remnant. Not because you're judging others or humility. Come from humility. So, when you come up here to receive this impartation, um, go ahead and turn it up. Uh, you're going to be saying, I willingly turn my back to the pleasures of Egypt. I make a stance on this Rosh Hashanah weekend. On this pivotal September of 5784, that it's a new day when I leave this building. Tonight's a new day, and you're going to be a part of like a whole other level of stuff tonight, and you don't want to miss that. Um, but you're going to leave this place ready to turn your back like Moses did. Consider the reproach of Christ greater than anything the world can offer. This will prepare you to be the end time remnant. Amen. So that's what this anointing is about. Um, the altar team, if you want to come up.
received this Moses anointing of what he carried. The Lord's the one giving it to you. I'm just the vessel to depart. But I believe this is going to be a powerful moment for you. And I think it blesses the Lord that you're here to receive. Amen. He had 12. And they were active for Jesus. Amen. And so let's take a moment. Let's worship. And then I'm going to go ahead and start lighting you up.
to go ahead and let you know that the buckets are up here if you want to give. Amy and Joe Wade. We'll take an official offering at the next service and pass the buckets. Um, if you need a tithe envelope, or you can go to spiritfoods.global. And if you would like to give towards this service or just towards the event as a whole, you can do that through uh, spiritfoods.global, through PayPal, Tithe, or Cash Check um, if you would like to. But we're going to go ahead and release you all to go enjoy a dinner break. And we'll see you back here at 7, okay?